BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's now time for news headlines with Molly on the Big Party Show. People in South Omaha are going to get their chance to sound off today about a $6.5 million project that's supposed to take place on Q Street. The project means to um, means the end uh, to many trees in the area between 36th and 42nd. The project will also include two roundabouts, a new bridge over the railroad tracks, and improved roadways. Neighbors, though, are concerned about privacy, noise, and even losing more trees. So tonight's meeting, it's at 6.30, the Gateway Elementary School near 42nd and U. And parents and children are on high alert in Fremont after an attempt- attempted kidnapping Tuesday night. Two men approached two young girls. They're described, one man as having orange hair, wearing a dark jacket, and the other had short, dark hair, a beard, and a gray t-shirt. The, uh, the girls got away. They told police the men were in a brown car. Anyone with information should contact the authorities. You can also call the Fremont police. Did, did they grab them? And I mean, did you, is that what happened? They approached them. I don't know if they actually laid hands on the girls. Said the, you know, alarm the kids. It's that deal where you got to have, oh, man, you you gotta gotta have our kids. You got to give them that speech. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The stranger danger thing, and I don't know how you upgrade it, but you got to teach your kids personal, bar- you know, barriers, it's barriers, tough. boundaries. Keep them away. Just stay away from people. But how, that's, uh, that's pretty sad. tough to try and even arm your kid with enough info to give them the edge over an adult. Well, and I, like in the case of okay, so my little guys are six and four. They're so literal. Like we went, like when we go to the store and, you know, you'll go to the checkout and they'll be like, did you find everything? I'll be like, yeah, you know, oh, how are you doing today? And they're like, mom, you're talking to a stranger. It's like, okay, well, um, I mean, yes, I don't know this woman, <laughs> but she's yeah. like the checkout like, person, you know, what you preach. Right. It's so crazy because they'll, you know, the, the checkout ladies will be like, hi guys. And they won't say they're like, did you see that? I did not talk to that stranger. Well, maybe, like, okay, maybe actually- there needs to be some type of service like, uh. For example, uh, you would hire me to uh, mm-hmm. scare the crap out of your kids, like kidnap them. And then, you know, when you're done kidnapping, you tell them, hey, that could have been bad. Yeah, I don't think you I need to emotionally I mean? scar my children. Yeah, we're not going to give you any funding on this. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna, sorry. We're going to reject this loan. Nope. There was that parent that did that and got in trouble. What'd they do? There was a story, like I want to say a year ago, where there was a parent and they were trying to teach the kid and they did something like that. Oh, they kidnapped him, that's right. Don't you remember that? And the parents are like, oops, are bad. Like the kid seriously totally messed up, like absolutely scarred probably for life. And the parents were like, okay, you know, like uh, uh, a total lesson taken too far. So, all right. So, what do you tell your kids then? Just stay away from adults, right? I mean, I mean, strangers. Yeah, don't talk to strangers. But it's you're the right. Big, the big one is to establish. There's never going to be a scenario where a stranger will show up and say, "Your parents sent me." Yes. Like you got to get in between, have a code word, whatever the hell that did, but have that conversation. Banana, whatever. No one right. will. You know. I know. Because that's what these people usually do. And you get so nervous. Or the ask for directions. Kids are polite. Um, the, the, those age-old deals like the puppy, 
Who's a lost dog? Or oh my God, it's just it's terrible. Oh but boy. it's something to be really worried about in Fremont because if it's two people together, that's a lot scarier because that seems like a team, you know, a yeah, team, yeah, with an agenda instead of just the age old whatever we think from movies where it's the creepy guy in a van who lives in the, yeah, the factories, the old janitor, all the parents yeah. have to get together and burn him down, and he comes back and spreads. Wait a minute, is that like a cruiser? Cruiser? <laughs> Stop it! That's not real, Jeff. GF. Uh, oh. Upgrades are needed at the CenturyLink Center to keep drawing high-profile events. That's the assessment coming from the people at Mecca, the Metropolitan Entertainment and Convention Authority. Group says the arena needs around $70 million in capital improvements uh, from now through 2035. It has cost Mecca about $33 million to maintain the facility since it opened back in 2003. And Nebraska is moving on at the Big Ten Tournament. Hey. Uh, Cornhuskers beat uh, Rutgers 89-72 to in opening round of the Big Ten Tournament in Indianapolis. So now it's going on to take uh, six-seeded Wisconsin in the second round tonight. And uh, uh, Creighton plays to the now. Yeah, men. Creighton begins its Big East Tournament tonight. New York, six-seeded Blue Jays square off with the third-seeded Seton Hall. These are the quarterfinals at Madison Square Garden. The winner will advance to tomorrow's semifinals. And today starts uh, uh, high school basketball um, state tournament. So congrats to all the teams that yes. are heading down. First game today, uh, Class A is 2 p.m. Uh, Millard West plays Omaha South. Papillion La Vista plays Lincoln Northeast. Prep plays Omaha Central. That'll be a big game tonight. Fremont and Norfolk. Finals will be on, the championships will be on NETV uh, Saturday. So with all that crazy stuff going on, but that'll be Class A, Class B, Class C. Congratulations. Class D. I know, it's good stuff. Basketball March Madness. Uh, fugitive former NSA analyst Edward Snowden is dismissing the FBI's claim that only Apple can unlock an iPhone used by a San Bernardino shooter. Snowden said at a conference Tuesday that the FBI has known of methods since the 1990s that would allow it to access the information it's seeking. Now, was he at a conference where he's just like Skyping in from yes. Russia? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Snowden is infamous for leaking documents from the NSA, the National Security Agency. He now lives in Russia to avoid charges. The FBI wants Apple to unlock the encrypted iPhone that one of the shooters used uh, sure in San Bernardino last uh, December. I'm sure if the FBI knew how to hack the phone, they would. It wouldn't be this big deal. Didn't they just change that thing, though? Apple changed it so it is unhackable? They which is amazing. Unhackable. Which is amazing when you think about that. I mean... They've been saying from the beginning that, all right, so there was the huge backlash when we all found out, remember, yeah. that Verizon was giving us our data. Yeah. And then yeah. Verizon were like, dude, everyone does. It's uh -huh. just you broke a story saying that we did. We all have to. We all do it. Yeah. And we, the consumer, freaked out. You know, screw Verizon. I got mad. Yeah. I've never left yeah. Verizon. I just acted upset. Anger. <laughs> um, but, but I think the people at, at uh, Apple were like, you know what? We should take our... You know, it's never going to go away where the government's just going to want more and more and more. Maybe we should take ourselves out of the chain. So let's come up with encryption. So they, yeah. they quit coming to us and we can be like, hey, man. We're done. I'm out of it. We just make like phones. Like to our consumer base. So we're going to say, hey, we're doing our due diligence. We tried to put up these walls. We're not turning stuff over because we don't have the ability to. I thought that's what they've been trying to say, that they invented hack-proof technology. Yeah, because I think it, uh, what is it, just it deletes? Yeah, you get After so many certain. chances, and then it just factory resets. Like, then you just lose everything. It completely... And people are wondering, wow. you know, what is on the phone? Is there a way... Is there anything... On, is this much to do about nothing? Do these terrorists... 
They don't um, know. Would they have wiped their phone, the San Bernardino couple? You know, is it just a bunch of falafel recipes and, <laughs> and pictures, selfies, <laughs> naked photos? Oh, my God. Yeah, Ooh, I don't think so. Hot photos of her in a burqa. <laughs> cool it. Ooh, that's hot. It's just all burqa photos. And like, this is just burqa photos. He puts his hand over it. He's like, those are nudies. Stop it. Those are nudies. Oh, my gosh. Uh, North Korea <laughs> defying a U.N. Security Council resolution. They launched today two short-range ballistic missiles. The isolated communist state fired the missiles into the sea as U.S. and South Korea forces conduct their biggest joint military exercise ever. North Korea also launched its liquidating, uh, also announced its liquidating South Korean assets left on its territory and killing all commercial exchange projects. So, wow! Obviously, everybody's real afraid of the United States. We we look real strong, as in not strong. And everybody else is just rattling their sabers. Um, did you say what was written on those? Uh, no. Iranian <laughs> missiles. We have our nice little deal that we made with Iran. They wrote on one missile, Israel must be wiped out. Oh, nice. And then on the other mm-hmm. missile was written. Our main enemy is the United States. Oh, that's nice. Um, huh. And then fired him. I, we kind of do that, too. Like on aircraft carriers, we'll write on there, like, eat a bag of donuts, Osama right. bin Laden. Yeah. Like, kaboom. That. Yeah. Kaboom. Bye. Uh, um. So there is new evidence that short men and overweight women are less likely to be successful. But uh, probably more likely to hook up. <laughs> What, with each other? With each other. (laughs) At 2 a.m. What? Crime of opportunity. She's scanning the bar and misses him because she's looking over his head. Yeah. And then looks down and he's going, hello. (laughs) You passed on me earlier. She's like, still passing. Wanted to give you one more shot. (laughs) Ow. Uh, So tall guys, skinny gals, uh, they're saying they really do have it easy compared to short dudes and overweight women. The study, it was published in the British Medical Journal, said that short men have reduced chances in life regarding their income, earnings, and education levels compared to their taller compatriots. Give some numbers, though, because I think this is just a terrible. Story. Uh, it says every two and a half inches of a man's height was found to increase his annual average income by roughly twenty two hundred dollars. Um, meanwhile, women uh, who are about twenty eight pounds heavier than another woman of the same height will earn about forty two hundred dollars less than their thinner, you know, compatriot. Oh, so, come on. Yeah, they're saying if you are, uh, I guess, you know. Twenty two hundred For the guy, though, real quick, 2,200 per inch, right? Yeah, per, to two, two and a half inches, yeah. Per two and a half inches. Per two and a half yeah. inches, yeah. and it starts at what height? Well, it's interesting. I was trying to break down what height it started at, mm-hmm. but I didn't see necessarily the class breakdown. But, like, for example, in this presidential election, you are looking at uh, Donald Trump. He's six foot three. He's six three. Yeah, versus oh, wow. a Marco Rubio who is said to be, uh, you know, wearing heeled boots, five uh, ten. Because remember, Trump keeps calling him Little Marco. Yeah, Little Marco. And I'm sure Trump's people have said, "Keep doing that. It bugs him." Mm-hmm. Little well, Marco. Think, yeah. Little Marco. So that's why he came back and said, "Look at his hands." I don't know. This is people crazy. at home so care. So they say five <laughs> ten. If a, uh, if you took a same ma- the same man, say a five ten man, and make him five foot seven and send him through life, he would make less money. So like if you were like a five foot ten inch guy, but then you all of a sudden that's like no no no, we're gonna make you five seven. You're gonna start making less. You know, I think really? in the game of life, the tall tall does stick out. If yeah, I'm hiring and I look out into the lobby of all the guys standing out there, the tall one. 
Mm-hmm. But that only goes so far. He's got to have a resume and do something, right? Yeah, he's oh, got to sure. have value. Told us that, like, uh, monkey brain, you know, in a bar, when you make an entrance, you're supposed to... Yeah, you have to wave your Ray, hands. Literally raise your hands or put your ah. hands out, make big gestures but the thing when is, you make what, an entrance because women see that. It's uh-huh. the animal brain of like, what ooh, there's claiming, the strongest monkey. Yeah. But what they're claiming is is that, you know, you're talking about the resume, that the guy that was taller had uh, had better chances from the get-go. So his resume is going to be better than a short guy's resume because he's gotten better shots. Like, this has followed you. It's not just in the job market. This has followed you, like, through life. Yeah, like, I just, we all, we, we all know pretty people. I know you have a people. bonus. I think that's yeah. the simple. It's you know, it's the the prom queen and the prom king. Yep, they make the money. <laughs> They're the popular ones. But is that long term or is that short term? They're saying it it follows in through their professional lives. Uh, I mean, so I would say that that's kind of long term. That if you're talking about jobs and income, I mean, that's past being just high school prom king and queen. I, I mean, this think is I, I into hate real study, life. and I'm not just trying to, because there's, there's nothing anybody can do about it. No, I know. There's not a thing you can do about it. No. Wear some high heels. I guess you can get some heeled boots. Heeled boots. Uh-huh. Lifts. Now you understand people who wear lifts. Lifts. Yeah, lifts. but what if you said it's also big people, so now you're just... No, that's big women. These are short men Tall and overweight and women. Store. So what they're saying is, if you're a short guy, then short that's the fat, problem. But if you're a heavy woman, that's the problem. A heavy woman. Yeah. They well, say that, height doesn't seem to matter as much for women. Don't want no heavy woman. Pink Floyd? I think so. Oh, my goodness. Ooh, I'm a heavy man. I'm the guy over here that you passed over earlier. <laughs> 2 a.m. We're the only people standing here. I feel like we should mate, bang our gametes together. Mate. And make a Gross. round thing of a child. <laughs> a, a round short thing. It'll be a meatball. Yes. We'll give birth to a meatball. Oh, meatball. That, and that meatball. meatball might cure cancer. There you go. There you go. Uh, that is your news update on Oma's number one hit music station, Channel 941. They're so funny. Love you guys. So, if you've ever wondered during a zombie apocalypse, like, where you should go or what you should do to hide out, I guess this British, uh, like, astrobiologist, Mm -hmm. I guess that's a thing, he uh, researched and said that if you, a single person, could last in the average supermarket for 55 years, that there's enough food water and you know like dry goods basically to keep you going for, for one half person a century. yeah for one person but, but we know realistically that that would be rabid. that would be completely emptied out in the first 12 hours yeah right? easily oh god probably sooner well i don't know i mean there, i i suppose if you were able to put it on lockdown like from or like i was wondering if it was maybe one of those night of the planet you know like night of the comet whatever like when oh, everyone else dies everyone else dies and right, you live because like, you have some kind of weird gene right like you happen to live <laughs> you were like uh passed out in a, a lead line shed that night like that one girl and then you come out and you're like why is everybody else just a pile of dust in fashionable clothes and then you find out that it was because the comet killed everybody. Oh. I guess you could go to a supermarket and last, you know, wait it out until help arrived. Fifty-five years, though, I was like, good lord. That's a lifetime for... Uh, I've eaten what, you know, though? The non-perishables. I guess you would have to probably go through... Hope I, you have a can opener. Well, you, well, you'd be in a supermarket. They yeah, sell you go that to the stuff. can opener section. Yeah, they just go... Buy an overpriced can opener. Right. You could probably... There's grills, usually. You could probably fire up a charcoal grill inside and, you know, get things going. There's tons of batteries and... The meat. 
You the wine. How fast, fast would you go through the booze? That was my first thing. Like oh. once you realize that it's the end of the world, don't you think it's like the beer and wine if, section that you hit first? If you're the last person knowing to live, and yeah, that would be the thing you'd have to ration the most. Be like, okay, I can't you drink know, all of alcohol. the vodka tonight. Because <laughs> yes. when you get to your last bottle of booze, you're screwed. Yeah, Isn't that sad. I always thought, like, you know, back when I was a smoker, I was like, that would be the toughest thing. All of the people, like, end of the world type of stuff. All of these people going through withdrawal. You oh, know? I would smoke. No, I'm saying when you run out of cigarettes. I mean, well, like, there's a some well, certain point where you just like run out of the. Why good. do you think in prison the currency is cigarettes? Yeah. Thinking of in a zombie, think how valuable those vices are. That oh, become, yeah. would become money that you'd be able to trade with cigarettes yep. and stuff like that. Right? Well, yeah, because people would want and do anything for. So you're it. gonna have the problem with supermarkets. So they got all those glass, the giant glass facade. It made me think so of you're the gonna myth. have to live toward the back of the store or creep quietly, move yeah. around slowly toward the front of the store because there's the undead are wandering right outside the Safeway, <sighs> banging their head against the glass. <laughs> I just watched The Mist the other day. Yeah, so that's it's similar. so good. Yeah. That's a Stephen King book. Yes. Stephen King's coming to town, by the way, for people just tuning in. He's coming in June. Yeah. He's going to be pushing so his So 55 new. years, 55 huh? years, though. I was like, oh, my God, that's not a small amount of time. Like, I was, th- I would think, like, five years, maybe ten years. Yeah. But 55, I was like, damn, that's a, that's a life sentence. Yeah. I mean, you could really just... I mean, you are set for life, basically, if that's the case. But, I you mean, you'd be have, by yourself. Yeah, you have no doctors or <laughs> dentists or what's <laughs> oh, your life expectancy? Worse. What if you are a doctor slash dentist? Well, I went to medical school and dentistry school. I definitely, I mean, when you put it in that level of no dentist and having the fact that maybe having to pull your own tooth at an later well, age or think whatever. about it you've got um uh, i mean i don't know why you'd, you'd you'd be able to have excellent uh uh tooth care on account of the fact that you've got all that uh toothpaste and toothbrushes and fluoride rinse and everything else mm, just saying okay you 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 could you could maybe <laughs> it's like a scene from lost your day starts out it seems normal you're in right. a bathroom brushing your teeth doing yes. your routine listen to your music and then you walk out into the grocery store that you live in. <laughs> right. What a great movie. And then that you would just, be a, I would watch this. Then you just see a chasm opening up in front of, you know, like that. that's the end of the, the world, like playing. smoking. Yeah. How funny is that? And do your same daily nothing. Hello, who's this? What's up, bud? This is Nick. Hey, Nick, what's up? Hey, I just want to know who conducts these surveys. I know. This <laughs> isn't a survey. I'm, this was I'm, an... I'm in the wrong line of work. Right. <laughs> I know. I, I just, I, I, the 55 years, I mean, it could be like 48. You never know. Right. You never know. I just, I just, I'm, I just in the wrong line of work, I guess. This guy's an astrobiologist <laughs> oh. and an author. He wrote this oh. book called The Knowledge, How to Rebuild Our World from Scratch. And they and, paid him? A pardon? And he got paid to do that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how many books he sold. I don't know how many, how much advanced paycheck he got, but yes. I, I do have a book that says how to survive during a zombie apocalypse, and it is darn near 300 pages. Is it the guy who wrote World War Z? I believe so. Yeah, we got to interview him. Um, yeah. That's, uh... He's really nice. Who's the guy who did, uh... Albert Brooks. It's Albert Brooks. It's, uh... It's his son. Yeah. Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to go looking around for, you know, Twinkies and stuff, but... I mean, 
It's it's just crazy how that some of the surveys that people get to do are books that they write. I right. know, isn't it Lots nuts? I know. Yeah. So. Hey, hey, man, thanks for calling, buddy. All right, thank you. All right, see you later. Bye. All right, 402-938-9400. Mel Brooks. Uh, Mel Brooks' son. Mel Brooks' son. It's a, is Zach. It? Is it oh, Zach? Yeah. Zach? I thought it was Albert. I thought the kid's name was Zach. But anyway, that guy's that kid is the brilliant who wrote uh he wrote what the uh zombie apocalypse guide. Mm-hmm. It first was like the survival guide and then he did World War Z. And what makes that book like the zombie thing, man, Max. we really already tapped that out. Yeah, but it's the done. best part of if you read the book World War Z is that it doesn't have to be zombies. He just did a really neat version of what would happen if if you're the last one mm-hmm. not the last one because it was last people oh that's right it wasn't like molly's deal it was a realistic deal of if something major shut the grid down that guy's really smart he really broke down like how the military would respond all the different levels of society of how yeah i like the way it was written basically if something goes down you want to get out of all cities yes. because that's the problem everyone's going to be gr- fighting it out Okay, yeah, I guess I'm... Yeah, I'm There's right. more real-world scenarios. There's, like, I think it was Argentina when their economy collapsed, I think, in the 80s. Stuff got froggy down there, like, bad. Really? No police, like, no... <laughs> things got goofy for martial a while. Martial law. Uh, hello, who's this? No, no law. No martial law. Nothing. No, cops go home and take care of their own families. I mean, it's not zombies. It's yeah. just... Still. Hello, Societal who's panic. Hello. Hello. Hi, talk Hi. to us, dear. What's up? Hi. I was just I'm wondering, have you guys ever seen the TV show Last Man Standing or uh, yeah. Last Man on Earth? It's really funny. I've heard oh good gosh. stuff. The part where he fills a bathtub full of like tequila and margarita mix is like me and my husband's favorite. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, think about it. If it all goes down, you're hoping you're going to have some drinks around, right? I would. Th- I mean, yes. You know, you're going to have productive days, productive days where you're like, I'm building a fortress and a wall, and uh, I'm going to build my own society, and then other days will be like, it's all over, man, I'm just going to waste it. It's over, man. Game over, man. Hey, thanks for calling, dear. Have a good day. All right, because I mean, you don't got to go to work tomorrow. You don't have anything. What are you keeping yourself in shape for? There's no to, one else. To fight off the zombies? I mean, that would well, be the one thing that you got to stay frosty on. You're if like, there were zombies. Or whatever. You know, dinosaurs. What, whatever whatever has decimated the rest of the you human just, population. Yeah. I just hope it doesn't go down like they tell you in um, The Walking Dead. Which is, for some reason, you're lying on your back, mm-hmm. watching them eat your organs. <laughs> that would not be a fun thing to do. They're just pulling... Yeah, hunks and piles of juicy bits and just sick. eating you alive. They never attack their. Why do they ever attack their face in The Walking Dead? So you get a good I shot of you going. Ah! The Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel 94.1. All right, celebrity news, Molly. What's going on? So all of this dust up started uh, last month uh, when. A judge ruled that uh, Kesha had to stick around with Sony, that she couldn't break her contract because of the problems that she was having with record producer Dr. Luke. Well, now this is uh, coming to light that there's talk that Sony may be distancing themselves from the uh, from Dr. Luke, the uh, the music producer. Now, the latest update is is that a representative for Dr. Luke says that it's not true that Luke has an ex- excellent relationship with Sony. That his representatives are in regular contact with executives at the highest level at the label and that this has never come up. But there are rumors swirling that Sony is saying that this is a problem, that people, it's been a big enough issue for women in music 
that are rallying around Kesha just for other reasons. You go, girl! And at the end of the day, Dr. Luke Gottwald is just a big old jerk. Yeah. He's a big jerk. You've got uh, Kelly Clarkson, who says he's, uh, you know, did an interview recently where she said he's not a nice person. Okay. I mean, she didn't go into details, but she apparently worked with him and didn't think too highly. And then they're worried about people, you know, uh, you know, yeah, Lady Gaga giving... Uh, doctor, I mean, giving Kesha money to support, her, I mean, not uh, money, but uh, support, and then you've got Taylor Swift throwing money at Kesha to support her. you got a lot of big lady talent, and Sony's like, yikes, if that translates into people going to other labels because they don't feel like we're a supportive environment, it could be problems. He sounds right. like a producer of Central Casting. I mean, just, the guy does have lots of hits, yeah. so he's, you know, he's, that's what they're, they, they break in these young artists that mm-hmm. come in. Did you ever watch the reality show? You remember when Ashley Simpson had her TV show? I didn't watch a whole no. lot of it. Um, remember she had that? She yeah, went I in did. as the old lead singer of Goldfinger. Yeah. Oh, is now a record producer. Yeah. And it was like, Ashley Simpson's like, I want a hit song. I want it to sound like this. And I want it to be awesome. And you're just wanting him to tear her head like, yeah. this is how it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, which is probably how it is when the cameras aren't rolling. Oh. It's, I mean, there's it's a lot a of different world there. You know, a lot of people think you're just gonna. I mean, you're gonna. Be, be, it's you really know, sign a contract and and just make millions. It's and I don't know if it's group think or what's going on, but there's this big movement in the comedy community right now. What's the movement? Um, and it's like it's like women are funny, and the idea is all these women are speaking up from things that they like sexual harassment and like base some some even sexual assault. That, you know, uh, like at the hands of higher ups within the community or even their their peers. And it's just interesting. It just seems like there's this movement right now where women are slowly starting to like speak up in these industries where they've stayed silent. Like, you know, Kesha's saying Dr. Luke was really bad. You know, like I, I had a really, you know, harmful experience. And then other women within the music industry are kind of piping up saying like, yeah, she's not alone. We've all sort of faced it. So I wonder if there's sort of a, you ladies, you not. Um, Sharknado 4, uh, Sci-Fi has announced that there is going to be another installment in the Sharknado franchise with Gary Busey. You have to watch it, right? I mean, it's Gary he Busey. He hasn't been in, in any of them yet? They haven't I don't, tapped in Gary Busey in any prior? No. This He's, is his first, huh? Join the cast, Sharknado 4. Busey is going to be joined by other first-time cast members like ex-supermodel Cheryl Teagues and former In Living Color star Tommy Davidson. They're going to star along Sharknado regulars Ian Zering and Tara Reid, who are returning for the sequel, along with David Hasselhoff, who they, appeared in Sharknado 3. Yeah, they really got to shake the tail on this one, because I'm Sharknado has jumped the shark. Yeah, the shark has jumped the shark. I mean, I think any of them... How how much attention are we going to pay? Uh, none. You first got us one, for the first two. Second one, third. I know. Good on you, yeah. Sharknado people, but maybe you need to make it. <laughs> sure, yeah. Sharknado 4 is reportedly set five years after its predecessor, Sharknado 3. So God, who's watching this stuff? I guess. Well, it, how much can it cost to make, though? I mean, that's it's the a win-win. Is that the sci-fi guys are able to pull off these effects just in the computer. Like, they're, they're that's not, all computer yeah. effects. Yeah. I mean, well, how much are they paying Gary Busey to show up? I mean, I imagine... I'm sure, I'm sure with, with the star cast, I'm sure it's free. <laughs> They're paying them. Please put me on your television yeah. show. Uh, and in theaters tonight, I'm so excited. It's the new Cloverfield. Uh, uh, the new Cloverfield. With John Goodman. Yes. I'm so excited. I love John Goodman. And I see him in just about anything. Is that anything. the girl from Fifty Shades of Grey? No, it's not. I um, confuse her. What is her... 
No, I, I'll have to look and see. What the, uh, so it's Mary 10, Elizabeth Winstead. Okay. 10 Cloverfield uh. Lane. That is the name of uh, the, the latest installment. And I don't know what relationship it has to the Cloverfield. They've been really uh, closed-lipped. About it? About it, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, you see that it's a survivalist, and it's a bunker, and like the whole idea is this woman gets in this accident, and then she wakes up, and she's in this bunker, and she thinks she's been like abducted, and what they're saying is, like, no, I saved you. All this stuff is, is going on outside. Is? Yeah. Okay. Because then there's this guy that's in the bunker, too, and she's like, oh, did you break your arm trying to get out? He's like, no, I was trying to get in. And so the idea is is that, you know, there's something going on outside, but they've never really revealed what that is. And then that's the tension. It's these three people in this bunker. But you should see John Goodman He's lost has a lost lot of weight. a ton of weight. Yeah, he just started eating right. That's all he did. He's like, I just started eating right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's lost tons of weight. And I was glad when he, uh, you know, when they started talking about that. I think that just came up not uh, this week. Because I love that guy, and I'd, it'd be terrible if something happened to him health-wise, you know? Because he's I a think, big man. Yeah, he got, I, I believe he's sober. Like, I think he's clean living. Like, he, he, liked the, he liked the booze, and I believe now he's, you know, on the, on the path of just, you know, good, good living. And he, I think at one point, weighed like 400 pounds. He says he doesn't know how much weight he lost. He hasn't weighed himself, but he can go into nice clothing stores and buy stuff. Like it's oh, just so no strange. longer putting on a movie. Yeah, I think he's also at that age where it's you start getting. You wonder if it, him eating right at a younger man would have made that. No, right. Some no. of it is. It's just called diabetes. <laughs> yeah. uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. She was Ramona on Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Did you guys ever see that? Yes. Uh huh. With yeah. Michael Sarah. It was good. Mm-hmm. It was. It was like a cartoon type of deal. Like wasn't it like a graphic novel? In in place. So, I mean, she's really cute, but she does kind of look like Dakota Fanning. I love John Gallagher Jr. He's the other one that's in it. And he was in Newsroom. He plays like the Nebushi guy who's like got the crush on that chick. That is so, is that still in? When will women want man's men's man or man's men again? Like, nerd nerd is in. I have a crush on John Goodman, too, though. (laughs) You're not a nerd, though. You need a man's man. You need a man's man. I think John Goodman is so handsome. He's, All right, put I him mean, on the list. Um, he's from... Uh, Molly, you're very slutty <laughs> with your stars. <laughs> Got a lot of... John Goodman is raising Arizona man, so yeah. he is... Oh, yeah. He is gold. He's a Missouri guy. He's St. Louis. He's a Midwest boy. Um, he goes on the Mount Rushmore of favorite actors. Right? Big Lebowski? Yes. Come on. He's great in the Big Lebowski Lava. where he's wearing shooter glasses the whole time. He's amazing. Channel 94.1. Channel 94.1. Omaha's number one hit music station.